Welcome to Live the Light, a show about personal growth through spirituality. And I'm your host, psychic, medium, and intuitive artist, Nicole Bowman. I want to thank you guys so much for connecting with me on Blog Talk Radio, on YouTube, and on iTunes. Uh, as many of you may know, my show Blog Talk Radio ran for quite some time. And over the past couple of years, I've taken a hiatus because I've been traveling internationally. But I definitely got the feeling and push and pull from spirit and also urging from some longtime clients to resume the podcast. And I definitely feel like this time moving into 2020, it's, it's high time to start. So the podcast will air the first of every month on demand at Blog Talk Radio, YouTube, on my website, NicoleBowman.biz and on iTunes. So there's going to be links in the bottom of the description. And you can listen on any of these channels. So, so any of them, it's fine to listen and it'll be available on demand the first of every month. But during this month of December, because it is December right now, I'm going to be offering some bonus episodes. Um, and then we will have more um, series and, and episodes coming in the new year as well. But today I want to talk about something that has been on my heart for a while. And I've, I've constantly thought about making a video about this or doing a podcast about it or writing about it. And I just think as we're moving into a new year and a new energy, this is something that's really important to reflect on. And it is this, it is choosing to live by your own definition. It is not succumbing to what other people think about you or how other people view you, but instead define yourself. Instead, define yourself through the divine. Instead, divine your, define yourself rather through your own mind, through your own spirit, through your own body, through your own life versus allowing other people to tell you who you are and label you. And I was led to talk about this because this is definitely something that I've had to learn and had to do in my life. And in truth, it's something where I'm, I'm constantly doing because we're constantly in a state of becoming, of reinvention, of growth, of evolution. But I want to talk a little bit about what life was like for me when I first started reading professionally. I've been reading professionally for about nine plus years. Reading professionally, in person, psychic lines, teaching psychic and intuitive development classes, traveling in some cases to read for people. And it's been about nine plus years. And when I started reading, I actually started doing professional readings when I was in my 20s. So the vast majority of the time, I was the youngest psychic in the room. And the vast majority of the time, I was the only psychic of color. And in many cases, the only black psychic and black psychic medium in the room. Right. Um, and a lot of times, some of the circles that I would, would go in, these would be quote unquote multicultural circles but I would often be the only black person there, you know? And at my time of beginning to read professionally, I was not, you know, rich or wealthy or anything like that in the monetary sense. I didn't have an abundance of money or cash or things in the monetary sense. I was rich in other ways, but not in terms of finances. Um, I lived very simply, I lived very humbly, but I also intuitively knew that what I was going through, specifically the financial struggles, were making me stronger. And that God, that the Great Spirit was teaching me something through that, was teaching me humility, was teaching me sacrifice, was teaching me how to manifest, was teaching me what was really important. 
which truly is what's inside. And to be clear, this is not about making enemies of people who have an abundance of money or cash or wealth. That, that, so that's not what I'm saying there because you can have a ton of it and you can have none of it. And at the end of the day, who you are inside and what you do with what you have is what matters. But I'm saying this to come to a point and it's this. I would often read in these psychic and intuitive circles where a lot of times the other readers, the other workers, sometimes they were older than me, sometimes they had more than me in terms of money, cash, abundance. Um, and it was very obvious by looking at me, you know, that I dress humbly, I dressed, um, you know, I, I was always like very creative and I could be very colorful. But I mean, you really couldn't count the price tags, you know, my clothes and what I was wearing because um, I wore what I had. And there were times where in these circles, people would go out of their way to remind me that I didn't have anything. They would go out of their way to say, a lot of times indirectly with offhanded comments and remarks that I shouldn't be reading for other people until I took better care of myself. There was actually someone who said something to that effect to me, I'm, I'm paraphrasing, but it, it was something of that nature. And I was kind of confounded by these things because in those early days, I was somewhat naive. Even though I had spiritual gifts and talents and spirit called me to be in those spaces, I was somewhat naive in the assumption that people that have extrasensory abilities, um, everyone is coming from a spiritually mature place. They're coming from a place of wanting to serve spirit. They're coming from a place of listening to their calling and helping others. And what I learned in these spaces is that the spiritual field, just like any field, is highly competitive and people have egos. And it doesn't matter how sweet and nice or how abrasive a person is, everybody on some level has an ego. And some people have bigger egos than others. And what I realized in this space is, is that here I was coming, dressed humbly, not in the greatest thing, but in my own creative way and style of dress, which I still do to this day. Um, but I was attracting clients. Clients were coming to me and suddenly, um, more and more clients were wanting to read with me at psychic fairs and metaphysical shops. And they were calling into my radio show and wanting to get readings. And, and suddenly, all of a sudden, this was growing and growing and growing. And it was confounding these people because from their perspective, I was just this humble, lowly little black girl that didn't have any business being there. But these clients kept coming to me and why? And it was a lesson in racism and sexism and misogyny and it was a lesson in how when people don't get what they want or what they perceive should be theirs how they treat others and how they shift and how they turn and it's interesting because even in moments where people supposedly tried to help me whether it was like buying me a meal or having a conversation or a psychic intuitive development there was always some level of a put down there was always some level of, but I'm doing you this favor, which I came to understand was done to make me feel small, to make me feel that in spite of the fact that clients were coming and my practice was growing, that in their eyes, I didn't belong there. And they wanted me to believe it too. And, you know, luckily, because of what I'd been through, there was a period of time actually where I had so little money, I was living in my car. 
and yeah, there were moments where I was embarrassed. You know, there are moments where I never questioned reading professionally and connecting with others because I knew that was my calling. But I questioned myself. I questioned my judgment. I questioned what I might have done wrong or incorrectly to be in the position that I was in. You know, so I looked at that. Um, but ultimately, I, I came to the understanding and realization that spirit had placed me there and spirit had brought me through that so that I could learn to rely on the divine for my needs, my wants, my desires, so that I could understand that even if I didn't have a penny to my name, I was still somebody, right? And whether I had the finest of things or the not so great things, I still mattered and I still deserved to take up space in this world, in this life and in this industry. And that's the point that I'm getting to in terms of living by your own definition and defining yourself. If you are listening to this and you're a spiritual worker, or if you are listening to this and you're just in an industry where you know you're called to be in that industry, but people want to make you believe you're an outsider and you don't deserve it, you don't listen to them. You take up space and you own your power each and every day. And you pray to the divine and you ask to be guided and you ask to be shown where to go. And you believe in yourself and you believe in the divine and you keep that connection. Because in spite of many people trying to make me feel that I didn't deserve to be in spaces, there were always those angels in human form. There were always those helpers in human form that showed up and let me know, no, girl, you're in the right space. The first person to ever give me an opportunity to read professionally was a woman named Donna. And she owned a metaphysical shop close to the Casadega Spiritualist Camp in Lake Helen, Florida, just the outskirts of it. It wasn't in the camp, it was outside of. She also taught A Course in Miracle Groups, uh, A Course in Miracle Group for Inner Peace. And I remember Spirit saying that I was to read at her store. And so I approached her and I asked her, if she would consider allowing me to be a reader. And she looked at me and she said, well, you know, you gotta read for me first because I need to see your reading style and I need to test your accuracy. So I went ahead and I did so. After doing the reading for her, she asked me to be a reader at her shop and some months later, after I'd been reading there for a while, she said, you know, I always knew I was gonna have you read in my shop. I just didn't tell you that, right? Another person who gave me an amazing opportunity was a woman named Ann Mora, who had this beautiful shop, um, Lunasol Esoterica in Sanford, Florida. And Sanford is important, and we'll probably do another podcast on this, but Sanford is important because in some ways, there are parts of Sanford that are incredibly racially divided and incredibly prejudiced. And Ann Mora is a very well-known witch, teacher, author, within spiritual and magical communities all over the world and all over the United States. And Spirit gave me a nudge and said, you know, you're living here in Sanford now. Approach her and ask if you'd be a reader at her shop. And I approached her and she said yes. And she invited me to read at Psychic Fairs and she invited me to teach classes there. She invited me because Spirit worked through her 
But there were also many other places and spaces I went to. There were other places with people I read alongside that because of the prejudice in their heart, they didn't deserve, think I deserved to be in certain spaces. And had I listened to these people, had I internalized what they were trying to give me, I wouldn't be speaking to you right now. I wouldn't be doing this podcast and I wouldn't be urging you to keep going. Whether you are in the spiritual field or not, whether you're rich, poor, middle class, somewhere in between, you are somebody. Having tons of money doesn't make you evil. Having none doesn't make you evil. What you do with your life, your deeds, your actions, your thoughts, how you treat others, that is the mark of the woman. That is the mark of the man. So don't allow things one way or the other to make you feel you're good, you're bad, you're evil, you're wrong, you're right, you're this, you're that. No, 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 no. It is your actions. It is your words. It is your thoughts. It is your deeds. It is how you not only make your life better, but you make the lives better for others. And that matters. So I just want to say, especially to the practitioners of color, especially to the women, and especially to my LGBTQ um, brothers and sisters who are navigating spiritual circles and communities and have been gravely discriminated against and mistreated. I've gone through it too. I've experienced it as well. And I've come out the other end. When God puts you in a place and gives you a seat at the table, no man or woman can take that from you. So don't let these people tell you who you are, what you are. Don't let anybody tell you that. Whether you're male, female, gay, straight, whatever, whoever you are, don't let anybody tell you where you belong. You define where you belong. You define that. And you learn how to do that through prayer. You learn how to do that through journaling. You learn how to do that by creating and making and doing things that make you smile, even if it doesn't make you money. Because the point of life is to love and be loved. The point of life is to feel and experience joy. The point of life is to make this world a better place than when we came into it. To make it beautiful. To take care of our earth. To honor spirit. And you can do it, right? So that is the conclusion of our podcast for now. <laughs> but do check back at the first of every month. And once again, I'll be putting links in the description and you can listen on any of the channels that I list. And also, if you're brand new to psychic development or if you're looking to hone your skills and your craft and you're looking for books and tools and information, go to NicoleBowman.biz and click my recommended books list. All the books there are available for purchase. They're from psychic and intuitive development instructors that, that I have personally, I've read their books, I've used their techniques and they work. There's also some wonderful spiritual tools as well. And I'm also putting a link in the description if you'd like to get a reading with me. And for all of my returning uh, listeners, clients and subscribers, if you are a returning uh, client of mine and I've read for you before, I'm doing some special discounts for you that you can find at NicoleBowman.biz. So as I said before, just click the link in the description. You'll see everything there. I love you and I appreciate you. Have a wonderful, wonderful December. 
and I will talk to you in January. Take care.